Hello and welcome to Who Wins Podcast, where each episode we pit pop culture icons against each other in a brutal fight to the death. This episode we're pitting Postman Pat against Fireman Sam. Yeah, um, I'm just going to go on record before we start saying I fucking hate Postman Pat for reasons that will become fairly clear, I'm sure, as we go through the show. So if I'm appearing slightly negative, that's probably why. I don't have especially strong feelings like towards either of these like I do with Sam. I'm not the biggest fan of Fireman Sam, if I'm honest, but um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I'm all for Postman Pat, but I don't hate him. Certainly not. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's postman. He he brings the post. You know, he's fairly innocuous, I guess. I I don't know. How, how what? Okay, let's let's get into this straight away. Why do you hate Postman Pat? I don't get right. why you would hate Postman Pat. Right. When when I was a kid, I'll qualify. When I was a kid, I used to love Postman Pat. Um, you fickle bastard. Well, kids are assholes. Um, but no, I mean, I, I used to love Postman Pat. He used to have the. Like, do you remember like like knitted dolls? Effectively, it was kind of around a load of padding. I had one of those at Postman Pat, even with a massive nose and all the rest of it. And I used to love it. It was no, it was great. Um, and then when it went away, obviously, I grew up. The show went away for a long time, and then they rebooted it in about two thousand and five, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, Pat's a jack of all trades for a start. So you know, they had so many different iterations. They had Postman Pat, which was fine itself. Um, except he's the worst fucking postman in history. He interferes with the mail. He's shit at his job. He never does anything on time. He gets distracted by all the crap that's going on in the village and doesn't actually do his job. That was bad enough. That pissed me off. But then they made him into like a, a motorbike come helicopter come aeroplane courier who still fucks everything up. And it just really pisses me off because if anybody was actually that incompetent and interfered with the mail on a daily basis, they'd slack the cut. I mean, and it just really grips my shit. I I clearly I, I knew it got rebooted and I knew it went a little bit CG and stuff as well. I did not realise all of a sudden he was a courier. Um, I mean, he did used to well, interfere with the mail, but that's because he's a nosy bastard. Hence the big nose. He's a postman. Yeah, true. That's kind of the I gag. Mean, yeah, I mean, it was they they rebooted they rebooted it first as Postman Pat, and they just had more of the sort of stories around the village, and they increased the village massively. So all of a sudden, he had a wife and a kid who are also really annoying. Whoa, um, what's that shit? Hang on, he can't have a wife and a kid. That's not right. Well, apparently in the off, in, in those intervening years where he wasn't on there, Postman Pat was a bit of a Lothario and he went around fucking everything in the village. There's at least one kid, which is his. If you look at them, there's a couple which you think have got the same nose. Could possibly be his. Wow. But yeah, so I mean, he's, he's gone off and married. The, the village has expanded, so there are now a lot more characters. And again, they're all pretty fucking useless. And don't seem to mind that the useless bastard is crap at his job and generally gets in the way of everything. Now there was an episode where he, where he, in his capacity as a um, as a courier, is delivering uh, a, a, um, a stained glass window for a church, which has been assembled as being sent in intact. So it's this sort of twenty foot circular stained glass window, which he manages to smash. I'm not being funny. You'd be pretty pissed off if you bought the stained glass window and because the the postman is a nosy fucker. He's broken what you've paid for. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> yeah, okay, there's, there's no defence to that. Yeah, he's a nosy fucker and he's very clumsy, so... Yeah, yeah. And, and then they went into the whole... It was called Special Delivery Service, and then there was a courier... Given in mind, this is a small village in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. They then have this courier company based there. They have one van, one motorbike and sidecar, one helicopter, and one LGV. 
all of which are driven by post or operated by Postman Pat. And he still can't get the fucking job right. Isn't isn't it like a fucking one horse town anyway? It's like was it, it it it's just like a tiny little village. What the fuck do you need a helicopter for? Well, that's it. And I, to be to call it a one horse town is probably unfair to one horse towns. I think they share a horse with three other villages. Jesus Christ! Like what? What the hell would Postman Pat need a helicopter for? I don't get it. Um, well, that's it. He's fucking useless with that as well. Apart from you know, whenever they do anything, because obviously it's a helicopter, it's not that big. Um, but they need to carry big things. So then he has this crane attachment, like the arcade games with, with the crane where you pick up toys and shit. Jeez. I need a dab and one of those. I mean, missed opportunity there to cross over with Budgie, obviously, but... Well, yeah. You know. Okay, uh, so so you're so clearly... Yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my Postman Pat rant, I'm sorry. So you're clearly going to be pulling for Fireman Sam. Uh... Well, not really, because I have issues with Fireman Sam as well, which we'll come on to, but uh, yeah, I just don't like Postman Pat. I think Postman Pat is gotten away with far too much for far too long okay i i fucking loved postman pat as a kid i've not i've got no strong feelings towards him now if i'm honest um fireman sam i was a little bit too old for if i'm honest i'm very aware of fireman sam especially because it's become a bit of a cultural touchstone but i can't really say i ever watched fireman sam you know hardcore but i I am aware of it yeah Um, I, I, i remember i mean when it first came on I would have been about four or five, so I'd have been pretty much bang on target for the demographic they were after. You'd have you'd have been that little bit older, so probably looking at something a little bit more sophisticated or you know more Dick and Fart jokes. Um, so I mean, I do remember, and I, I again, I don't remember particular episodes, but I always remember that um, Sam was you now again a bit of a you know, one horse town. I think it was Ponty Pandy, which you know, not to be confused with the real Ponty Pandy, which is a two horse town. Um, but you know, th- again, this village where fuck all happens, but they seem to have fires every 20 minutes or so. Or, no, some something happens to the, the fire brigade every half an hour. And you're thinking, you just leave, because to live there, you've got to be one of the unluckiest bastards in the world. Yeah, I mean, for the amount of fucking fires and shit they have, like, surely questions should be asked in that town, you know? Well, that's it. I mean, I, I don't know if... We went to um, Landed a couple of years ago to the Landed Festival, and there was a comedian on one afternoon, and he had a very good theory about Fireman Sam. Which is that in order to justify his existence and to hide the fact that he was actually Nobby Norman's mother and was Norman's father, that Sam was actually setting all the fires himself just to keep himself in business. I, I kind of latched onto that theory. I think that works quite well. It definitely works. And it, yeah, I guess that does keep him in business and, and lets him be the town hero for the rest of his life, I guess. Well, that's it, because he, he, he knows, what, he knows what, what's on fire because he starts it, he knows how to put it out. Until, of course, he's not the hero anymore because he gets caught in a burning building that he set fire to and then turns into some sort of scarred serial killer and goes on a murderous rampage through Ponty Pandy. Now, that I would pay to see. see. Yeah, totally. Um, That is not the Sam that's going to be in this fight, though. Um, That's a shame, because that Sam would kick ass. Yeah, yeah, totally. Um, I think... To, like to get down to this fight, then I mean we've gone through the preamble of both of them. This this is an interesting one because it's the first one in a while I think where there's no real powers on either side, so this is literally no. two guys scrapping it out. But depending on how you want to look at it, Pat has either got a massive weakness or kind of a strength because that nose is fucking huge and it's either That's a target, target, either that or it's a fucking lance that <laughs> you can just joust the fuck out of sam with it because it's huge it's absolutely massive it um, is i mean you look at the proportion of the size of his head you know it's, it, it takes up like two-thirds of his face 
Um, but yeah, I think it, to be honest, it's a massive target. I mean, there are episodes where he does you know, get banged on the head and stuff, and there's always a bandage on the end of his nose. So you kind of get that th- that idea that it's not actually that strong. It's not going to do him any any good. The other thing you've got to remember is that to do his job and drive all these you know, all these fancy vehicles and all that, you don't have to be that strong or that athletic to be a fireman, even in a pissant little village like Ponty Pandy. You still need to be fairly fit. You still need to be able to to do the job. So I think you know Sam's got that on him for, for, from the start. I think Sam's definitely got the fitness. That's, I think you you do need to be reasonably fit to be a postie as well. I I, I don't think. Well, not, I not think this lazy fuck who's always in the van. Yeah, I think I think the difference is Sam would train to be a fireman, whereas posties are just fit because they're on their feet all day every day. As you say, apart from Pat, who's just a lazy prick who sits in his van. Um, yeah, and even, even when he busy fucking van. things up, he still sits in the van all day and chases after things. Yeah, so then we can track down the things he's lost. Yeah, so I, th- I think you definitely do give it to, to Sam on the fitness. The thing is, though, Postman Pat does wear glasses. And if if we're playing Sam off as the, the hero next door here, to, to coin the phrase, then like would he hit a man with glasses or is he too honourable for well, that? Maybe he wouldn't, but Sam the arsonist next door definitely would. Yeah, but that's not the Sam that's in this fight. <laughs> we don't know for sure he's an arsonist. So No, it's just a very strong suspicion. Yeah. Um, I think he would because, I mean, We've been in similar situations before. We're told, would the character do this? or would it? It's a fight to the death. Somebody's going to have to throw a punch at some point. I mean, don't get me wrong. As well as being a lazy bastard, Pat's going to be sneaky as fuck. And I think he's going to get the first licks in, thinking that's going to do it. That's going to be enough to get away with it. But I think once he's pushed, I think Sam, once he realizes he's going to have to fight back, I think he's going to start swinging. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I get the impression that Sam... Um, Sam will go for Pat more because Pat has annoyed the piss out of him than anything else. I don't. I don't no, think it's a case me. of. Yeah, I don't think it's a case of Pat would sort of um, get a few licks in or whatever. I think he would just annoy like because he would, wouldn't he? He would just his whole kind of bumbling, nice demeanor would just annoy the piss out of you in a fight to the death. Like, well, it would, but I mean, not only that. I mean, he, because he's had this entire career based on the fact that he kind of thinks on his feet and he always, you know, he always solves the problem and makes his deliveries and does his job eventually and sort of badly. There's going to be this sort of arrogance. Oh yeah, I can sort this. I can sort anything out. And he's going to be quite cocky, I think. And I think no, he's, he, he's going to, he's going to start off and go, oh yeah, we can do this. We don't have to worry about this. And I'll, I'll just, I'll just whip his legs up from under him or I'll just run him over with a van and I'll be the end of it. And I think he'll, he won't really expect the fight to come back because he always lands on his feet. Yeah, now it's interesting you say that because I, I went to the van as a weapon as well. I, I can very much see him. It's just maybe because we always see him in the van, certainly more than we see Sam in the fire engine. Um, yeah. But I can certainly see Pat jumping into the van and trying to use it as a weapon. But as I said, that although we don't see Sam in it that much, he does have a fire engine, which you put that pissy little post van up against a fucking fire engine... It's pretty clear yeah. which one's coming out on top, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I can't try to remember the fire engine's name. Was it Jupiter or something like that? I mean, it had, it had, a, it was, a, it was named after a planet. It was something big and heavy. So you get the impression, obviously, fire engines are big and heavy anyway. Certainly heavier than little you know, astrovans. But um, yeah, you just kind of get the impression it's going to be this big, sturdy, heavy-ass truck, and a post van or a, you know, a motorbike and sidecar or even a helicopter aren't going to do much against it. The only thing that Sam, that Pat has got in the later ones in this sort of special delivery when he's a courier, he's got this LGV, which 
it's about the same size as a fire, uh, fire engine, but it's not got the weight because it's generally empty in the back, apart from one um, three inch by three inch by three inch box. You know, it's it's never it's, it's never full, it's never ram packed as courier vans always tend to be. So even that, it's going to size wise, it's going to be comparable to the fire engine. But in terms of weight, in terms of ability to use as a weapon, it's not going to come close. I may have thought about this slightly too much. I mean, I think if we're in any kind of vehicle or combat, then... Well, no, I, I don't think we can get into vehicle or combat because fire engine's got, as you say, it's going to bash it out of the way. It's also got a hose. Like... Yeah. Uh, I mean, you've got to attach the hose to something, though, haven't you? You well, you know, if you, to use it with water, yes, but to use it to strangle the fucker, then no. Okay, so there's that as well. There's a fucking ladder which you can use to just either clock him with or climb up on top of the fire engine and just do a big splash yeah. off the top or an elbow drop or whatever you want to do. Yeah, um, exactly. I mean, I, I, if you if you're looking at the toys and the gadgets, then Pat's even with everything he's got in the um, in the later ones when he's a courier, he's got nothing that's going to compare. I mean, he's got big, heavy sacks full of fucking mail and parcels. If you if you were to clobber Sam with one of those, it would hurt. But then, Sam wears a fireman's helmet, so yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, it's going to knock him off balance. But again, it's more like you just piss him off. Yeah, I mean, if you clock him on the head, it's not really going to do anything because the the fireman's helmet is gonna it's going to take the damage. It's a fucking hard hat at the end of the day, isn't it? That's so, it. I mean, rely on the fact as well. Yeah, okay, Pat's going to lift it possibly swing it with a fair bit of, of force, but he's only going to be able to do that once because it's going to be quite slow to reset that action as well. And you know, if, if you think at that point, if, if you're trying to hit Sam on the head, once it's once it's swung past him and, and past trying to reset, all Sam has to do is put his head down and charge him. And then again, he's got this great Windy. big heavy plastic yeah. thing on his head that he can butt him with. Yeah, you could just butt him straight in the stomach, knock him on his ass. I mean, the other thing is it's, it's not so much resetting the sack as the fact that I think once you've hit anyone with any kind of real strength with that sack, the letters are just going to spill out and go everywhere. So, at Well, I mean, they're burlap sacks, so they're quite, you know, they're quite sturdy. But it's the whole action of, once you've hit them with it, you've got to reset your position and sort of try and get the, the momentum to swing it again. That's what I mean by reset. It's going to be a big movement to do that. Yeah, it is. But, I mean, even with a burlap sack, like, unless you've got a really solid grip on it, it's likely that you're going to, you're probably going to let it go slightly. Um Probably. Yeah. And you only need to open the top of that, and there's letters everywhere. I mean, at which point you're then surrounded by flammable material with a potential arsonist. So yeah, but also a fireman. Yeah. So he can start a fire and then put it out. And then put it out. Yeah, but he wouldn't put it out until after Pat has burned to death, obviously. Also, Pat's uniform. Now I know this probably goes back to. The materials they use to shoot it, but that fucking material looks flammable. That patch uniforms made of. Whether yeah, actual I mean, poster uniforms were that flammable back in the day, I don't know. But that looks like some flammable shit. To be honest, they probably are now because, being slightly geeky and techy, minute for the work they do, there's no, there's minimal fire risk or there's minimal risk of anything, of anything catching fire or melting. So they wouldn't need anything remotely flame retardant. So if, if Sam can start a fight, again, his stuff is all flame retardant, whereas Pat's is all going to go up like a Christmas tree. Yeah. I mean, posties now tend to wear more kind of um, like polo shirts or just shirts, don't they, and, and shorts. But like Pat's in full-on fucking oh, yeah. uniform, like with a hat yeah, yeah. and everything. 
Yeah, and if you kind of look at the texture of it, it kind of gives you the impression of um, Zap Brannigan in Futurama. That's a velour sort of um, almost tracksuit, you know, luxury tracksuit sort of material, yeah. which is going to burn like fuck. Oh yeah, it's it's definitely super duper flammable. So yeah. I mean, Sam just needs some fucking matches, really. Well, that's it. I mean, given what he does for a living, he doesn't even have to. If if he can if he can create a scenario where Pat sets himself on fire, which let's be fair, he's that fucking inept. He probably would. He definitely would. Who's not quite get him get there in time and not quite save him? And then he 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 doesn't even have he doesn't have to outright kill him. He just lets him kill himself. And he can still be the hero because I tried, I just couldn't get there in time. I think if you if Sam had a box of matches locked inside the glove compartment of the fire engine, which was parked two miles away, Pat would still find a way to get them and set himself on fire. Of course that's he would. Just the way he is. Like... Yeah, that's that's right. And he'd even find a way, a way of blaming on the cat. You know, it's it was one of those. Everything's the cat's fault, even though he's so blatantly fucking stupid. He well, brings it all on himself, but then he well, blames he, everybody else, and then he has to rely on everybody else to rescue him and to help him figure things out, and then he takes all the bloody credit. I think he'd actually flail around for a while whilst on fire as well and take most of the fucking village up with him. Yeah, probably. You know, I can okay. see I can see how that would work, yeah. At, at which point, uh, Sam's got to actually put out millions of fucking fires, and maybe he could die of exhaustion. <laughs> well, maybe, but I mean, on, on the other side, we think, well, if he's putting if he's putting out children who are on fire, or putting, or putting out a fire in the school, and he perhaps doesn't get to Pat in time, just you know, he's, he's trying to sort of, trying to reduce the collateral damage. Then you know, may, maybe that's that's how Pat dies, and Sam stays a hero, even though you no, know, I say if he hadn't had matches in the van in the first place, Sam, Pat couldn't have set himself on fire. That shit got real dark, real fast, dude. <laughs> like, That's I was talking about comical flailing around, and you're talking about burning children. That's like. I told you, I fucking hate Postman Pat. Jesus Christ! I mean, I know you said Pat had children in the newer ones, but I mean, setting them on fire is a whole breed apart. Yeah, but I mean. In all fairness, I mean, looking, obviously I, I speak in sort of jest, but the, the way that it's kind of set up is that they, they involve the whole community in the stories. And certainly the children are very involved with whatever Pat's got going on. So if Pat is involved in a fight to the death and the children all be crowding, crowding around, making you know, making fight noises, um, and so just sort of chanting and generally egging him on. So if he's on fire, he's going to take at least one of them with him. Because again, they're all in bloody you know, Christmas jumpers and stuff like that, which are generally pretty flammable. Who's the... Who's the motherfucker with the tractor and the big bushy beard? What was it? Was it Ted? Ted? Yeah. Yeah. Ted always had a sheep dog and loads of sheep. So if Pat's running around through his farm, I mean, all of those are catching on fire as well. So yeah, and then you had there was a vet who had always had a horse, and there were various there were various characters, and I'd say they would. In the expanded series and the latest series, there was just so much that could potentially go wrong. Hold on. Can we just pause for a moment to take in the fact that we are now talking about the extended universe of Postman Pat? I know. This is... Even coming into this podcast, knowing we were talking about Postman Pat, I did not think my Monday night would end up here. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, there there was a point a couple of years ago where it was always on, and it it was kind of my cue to leave for work, even though it was 20 minutes before I needed to leave just because I didn't want to fucking sit here and watch it. Um, but Jess would have it on in the morning. So, I mean, it's it kind of got to that point where I was overly saturated with it. I'd seen that there were probably about a dozen or so episodes that were just on a loop. I'd seen them all so many bloody times. 
Okay. And you, try I... and you think, well, uh, there has to be an extended universe. Although I'm just that sad bastard who, sit, who sat there and watched these dozen episodes of Postman Pat about a million times. I mean, I, I have to ask, did it at all in any way melt Jess's head that the cat was named after her? I think she was a bit young to notice, to be honest. Okay. I, just I, mean, I wouldn't get away with it now, but... Uh... No. Oh, she does know she was named after Jessica Rabbit, so, you know. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, that's probably uh, less wholesome than Postman Pat's cat, but, you know. Well, she's the best Jessica cooler. in history after my daughter. <laughs> Good save. Thanks. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it's quite funny because, obviously, when she was born was the, the year after the Olympics in London, and it, as a name, it became very popular because Jessica Ennis won medals and people decided she was popular. And lots of people said, oh, you named her after Jessica Ennis. No, I named her after Jessica Rabbit. Who the fuck's Jessica Ennis? Yeah, I had no idea. funny looks for that one. Jessica Rabbit, I knew. Jessica Ennis, no, sorry. Yeah, no idea. Some sort of athlete. Yeah, no idea. I'd, I'd even take, take Jessica Fletcher from Murder, She Wrote, over, over an athlete. That's probably the most famous Jessica. I Quite think Jessica, possibly. I think Jessica Fletcher is probably more famous than Jessica Rabbit. Yeah, but she's nowhere near as hot. No, definitely not. Well, depends who you ask. I know some people who are very attracted to Jessica Fletcher. I do not mean myself before I go any further. <laughs> but I know some people who carry a real torch for old Ange Lansbury. Trust me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, that's something I never thought I'd hear. Yeah, I'm not outing anyone's dirty laundry on this podcast, but those, yeah, there are fans out there for... Yeah, Lansbury. you have to tell me off air who that is. Yeah, yeah. Um, anyway... <laughs> Anyway, we digress. Yeah, we are totally digressing. So, when we left Pat and Sam, Pat was running around on fire. Uh, Well, yeah, that's kind of how we left it, wasn't it? At that point, do you have to go, well, morally and kind of ethically in my job, I have to put him out? I think so. If he's setting children on fire, I think there is a point where, as a fireman, you have a duty to stop him burning children to death. Or do you stop the children from burning to death and just you know, deal with that as a as a side effect, but not sort out the cause? Because once the children are on fire, then the children are still going to start swirling around and setting other people on fire. Well, I mean, so, this, when... just, this comes down to Sam being a shit fireman or not again, doesn't it? Because surely the best thing to do is kill the fire at its source and then deal, what... with, the, then deal with the collateral damage. So surely you put Pat out first to stop him setting anyone else on fire. And then well, not necessarily, because once the kids are on fire, the kids are a lot smaller, so we'll burn and die quicker. So the risk to life for them is a lot higher than it is to Big Nose. I guess so, yeah. And I guess there's more of them, and they're likely to panic even more. So you get more... Yeah, you'd get spread damage with the kids, wouldn't you? Whereas with Patty, yeah. is just one... Like, you're still getting spread damage, but he's just one person... Whereas lots yeah, of little I mean, burning in, in that, kids in that sort of point, the lower uniform, does stop, drop, and roll even work? I think stop, drop, and roll kind of always works as long as the building isn't burning down around you because you're smothering the flame, aren't you? Yeah, but I mean, depending on the material, it's it's not it's it's going to be very difficult to put out. And if you think his trousers are made of it, his jacket is made of it, his hat is made of it, he's just going to kind of it's it's not going to go out easy. No. No, I, I think he needs absolutely drenching with water to, to actually go yeah. out. Um, yeah, I think so. But, if I mean, if Sam's busily putting out the children, then I guess Pat just kind of burns to death, which is 
kind of sad and disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way of looking at it. Um, but yeah, no, you're right. I mean, it's it's not. I mean, it's it's not the way you sort of expect it to go. But I mean, he, he, he said, right for okay, he he, he 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 connects the hose up, something, he just starts spraying water, manages to put everybody out. At that point, by the time he's got everybody put out, again, particularly given the the uniform that Pat's wearing, how flammable it looks, there's probably quite a lot of damage to Pat before you even get to him. That's before you even throw a punch at him. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, has, has Pat actually done anything in this fight other than attempt to ram a fire engine with his poxy little And set himself on fire. Well, yeah. That that is quite possibly the easiest victory. And and and, and did he did smack Sam with a with a burlap oh, sack. Oh, with a burlap sack. Yeah, yeah, I guess. So he had a go. He just didn't do very well. Yeah, I think. Yeah, I mean, he's not dead yet. He's not quite there yet. But you know, I think you know, third degree burns and you know, clothing melted onto his skin. A couple of uh, traumatized and badly burnt children. That's not a, not a good day at the office, even by Postman Pat standards. No, that's pretty fucking horrific, actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Although, to be honest, given how useless he was getting in later episodes, it wouldn't surprise me to see him this, you know, in this sort of scenario. Yeah. But, I mean, on the plus side, you know, if there is a plus side, if he needs to repopulate... Oh, no, he's dead. I was going to say, if we need to repopulate the village, you have just said that he likes to put it about a bit, but he can't because he's a pile of ash. So. Well, yeah. But I'd say, you know, if, yeah, probably a bit too much. But, I mean... You know, you, you, there are. I so said, there's at least one. There's one kid he acknowledges, and at least one other who might as no, might as well just come out now and say, actually, yeah, no, Pat's his dad, because he, he's He's not only is he identical to Pat, he's identical to Pat's kid. You know, there's no denying whatsoever is, that this kid is uh, Mini Pat. Is he ginger? Yes. Well, there you go then. And has there, the nose. I mean, there are no other gingers in the village, are there? That I know of. I think his wife was ginger. His wife was so ginger. One of them's putting it about either way. Yeah, but I mean, if the kid's got the nose as well. Well, yeah, that's it. So I mean, it's 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 quite difficult to deny that one. Yeah. Uh, apologies if you are ginger or have a big nose. We're not having a go. We're just pointing out that Postman <laughs> Pat is both ginger and big nosed and annoying. Um, and now there's no necessary correlation between the three, but in this instance. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of now inadvertently a mass murderer. So <laughs> I'm not try- I, I'm not trying to say there's a connection between any of those things, just laying it out there. Um Yeah. But if you are a ginger psychopath, mass murderer with a big nose and annoying personality, let us know. Yeah, uh not by mail. Um just because that would be yeah, a really maybe, maybe just like no email us or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would do, or you know, just reach out on Twitter. Just no death threats, please, from the ginger yeah, brigade. or pictures. Actually, yeah, don't want pictures. Yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, yeah, well, that no. one was pretty fucking easy, actually, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's probably the easiest fight we ever had. In as much as Sam didn't actually have to do anything, Pat kind of brought it all on himself. Sam had a very easy ride, not just in the fight, but also from us. I feel. Uh... Yeah, quite possibly. I mean. Yeah, we can try and do something with him. I, I don't think there's anything there. I think Pat just has nothing about him. No, nothing at all. He's a complete tool. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you, I mean, even when they give him all the toys and the the, the uh, 
all, all the uh, all the gadgets. He still fucks everything up. He's still bloody useless. As, as you say, he can be two, you know, two miles away from the, uh, the box of matches. He still set himself on fire because that's how bloody useless and stupid he is. Yeah, totally. So, so yeah, yeah. So in, in the, I don't want to call it a fight or a battle because it really wasn't. It, in the slightly tense moment when they were in the same postcode, uh, Fireman Sam wins. Um, if you'd like to discuss that or you'd like to talk about anything really, please uh, feel free to get in touch. Uh, you can go to our website. That's www.ddpodcast.net. You can find us on Facebook. We're the Double Down Podcast Network. You can find us on Twitter. We are at ddpodcastnet. Uh, yeah, just let us know what you think. Let us know any fights you'd like to see or just generally shoot the shit. Whatever. We're, we're around. We, we like the chat. So by all means, reach out. Until next time. See you later. <laughs>